sit here in the cold, damp woods while it rains, listening to insects and hounds of hell. I think to myself, what about our sponsor, Dark Candles, and the amazing products that they sent us? Halloween is almost upon us in two months, and why not go on to get your box collection of votive candles from Dark Candles? They have an amazing assortment, but we appreciate them sending us their Halloween collection for 2019, which includes Haunted House, Bonfire, Dark Carnival, and Falling Leaves. If you're looking for something special, check out their special limited edition Halloween line. Carved Pumpkin, Hocus Pocus. Who doesn't love that movie? Autumn Harvest and Chocolate Bat. We know Ozzy loves bats. But if that doesn't tickle you, or maybe you just don't want to burn your house down, check out their flameless selection of tart warmers like the scent of corpse. Or maybe you want graveyard apparition. And if you don't want an apparition, then maybe you just want to go straight for the smell of coffin. Check out graveyard coffin. Go to darkcandles.com for your selection of fall and Halloween candles. We want to thank Dark Candles for their sponsorship, and we look forward to much, much more. Welcome to our Halloween special. We're recording this live, coming at you from a couple different areas in New England. I don't know about you guys, but right now it's dark, cold, and rainy here in New Hampshire. It's actually perfect for this podcast right now. Yeah, same here in uh, the mean streets of Marlboro, Mass. Nice. Yeah, same here, man. Same here. Salem. Salem, baby. So. Rocking on Halloween. <laughs> Guess what? We'll, what we'll do is we're just uh, we're gonna give people a couple minutes to start joining in before we get started on our review of 2019's the movie Haunt. Uh, it appears to be I I didn't even realize that uh, this movie was brought to us by Shutter. I, I guess you know maybe they just either picked up the rights or they already had the rights to it and stuff. I just I didn't really see it posted or advertised originally. Um, in the last year as a Shudder movie. So, I, and I don't know how that works. It's like, I wonder if Shudder's like picking up the rights to movies and then putting them as exclusives to Shudder. 
Yeah, I was going to ask you that, because remember the other day, I actually bought Shudder to watch this, because uh, I didn't have any other means of watching it, and it wasn't even on Shudder, I had to rent it anyway, but lo and behold, it's on Shudder now. So, uh, right. <laughs> $6, $6 later, um, I mean, not that it's a lot of money, but I mean, it's, you know, so yeah, it's weird. I know I was at a few film festivals, and I had a short run of the theater, but... You know, I was trying to get, when I do my dumb fact-checking and shit, I try to see, you know, what the box office is, you know, what it made in the box office, how it did in that sense, you know, in the, in the money sense, and I couldn't find a thing, so I don't know, you're right, maybe that it just came out, it did well, and got enough kind of whatever, where right. they said, hey, let's make it an exclusive, you know, that way we yeah. only, only we have the rights, you know? Yeah, yeah, and that's why when you asked, Doug, and I looked it up, I Google searched it, and it did say, like, something about Shudder and Haunt together, so I assumed it was just on Shudder. I did so that's too. why I was like, yeah, yeah, it's on Shutter. <laughs> then you ended up getting it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I should. Uh, I'm a poser if I don't have Shutter anyway. And I just haven't got around. There's so much other shit to watch, and you know, usually we do. We've been doing a lot of older movies where you know I either have or you know, my my uh, my movie guy gets them for me. Thanks, Marco. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So not to be confused with 2014's Haunt or the 2018 short film Haunt. Uh, you know, obviously Haunt, it's kind of a popular name, especially around Halloween, Haunted Houses. Um, so, uh, got a 6.3 on IMDb, which is, uh, huh. pretty, pretty, pretty decent. Yeah, not bad. And, and I don't know about you guys, like this, I, I forget where I saw the trailer. It might have just been online. I had seen the trailer for it and I'm like, holy shit, I have to see this movie. But I, I don't, I don't know if they had actually done any theatrical, um, you know, trailers like in movies i mean i can't think of where the hell they would be playing this in theaters you know like i don't know what has been out in theaters for them to actually kind of jump on so especially because if it's coming from shutter obviously their most of their audience is just going to be online versus being in the theater yeah i think it's more like the yeah, draw had, at that point yeah i had no idea this movie even existed till you uh we, we watched it at your house kevin and uh, uh, which is, yeah which is I, awesome. I heard nothing i didn't see a trailer i didn't see anything yeah, I just want to say hi to Jimmy Pop Four, and uh, he just joined us a couple minutes ago. But yeah, I um, I I just assumed it was on Shutter because we watched it at your house and we, it was on Shutter or on your your fancy TV, your Apple TV there. So when I went to get Shutter, I'm like, what the fuck? Where is it? But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So you want to kind of get into it? Or you want to wait uh, and see who else well, joins? Yeah, it looks like we're. Um, it looks like Dr. Jay Bodwin, who's supposed to be joining us, looks like he might be having some difficulties getting on. Um, he's looking for the live cast. He's saying that he can't find it. So I don't know if he's just got to refresh or. No, tell him that. I don't know. Did he just get the? Uh, anybody listening, trying to trying to um, find the live cast? I had the same issue. I had to delete everything and go in and update my Podbeam and make sure you have the newest um, iOS system too, because. If you have an older phone like I do, they gets kind of fussy. Yep, and and I honestly think refreshing too, Doug helped. Yes, yeah. Well, but it was weird because the first time I, the prompt never came up for the live one. It just had all our our earlier podcasts. So and then, yeah, I refreshed and did all the shit you told me. Luckily, Kev's our tech guy. It took us at least two tries to get going, but we're here. We're here and we're queer. Mine worked from the beginning. I know you were totally fine. For me, it was just it, it was a matter of like actually being able to run the podcast on you know on my um, my desktop. And for whatever reason, my mic nothing was was connecting. I don't know if it's because I just 
I was trying to bounce back and forth between um, using my pro mic and then my headset, but man, it was, it was just, it was killing me and I, I had to do it. I mean, there's no way to do it from your mobile device in order to like actually get this thing running. So it can be pretty confusing. And then uh, who was that dude that helped us out, Marco? What was it? Uh, jump podcast. He jumped on and helped us yeah, out. Yeah. Jump, jump podcast. That was it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, shout out to jump podcast. Really appreciated your help jumping on and trying to, trying to, you know, get us situated. So the guy's been in, uh, he, he's been on the air for, he said like 20 years or something doing stuff. So, you know, he's saying he's yeah, like, yeah, radio and uh, podcasts saying it could be tricky. So, all right, well, I think what we should do just in the essence of time, hopefully Dr. Bowden can get logged in. Um, we got another special guest trying to join into at some point. Um, but why don't we just go ahead and kick it off? First of all, thank you all, whoever's joining us right now. Thanks for joining the Vintage Burn podcast live. Uh, we also would like to just give a shout out to our sponsor, Dark Candles. Again, Dark yeah. Candles, light for those that prefer the dark. Check out their website, darkcandles.com. Perfect time of year to pick up some of your favorite holiday Halloween scents. Um, so we're going to be reviewing 2019's movie Haunt. Uh, featuring many uh, producers and directors, but the most famous, I think, that's tagged to this would be Eli Roth. He's done a lot of great stuff recently, um, so he seems to kind of stand out. He's he is not the only person that's actually producer on this, but um, probably the most notable. Uh, we can just give you a quick synopsis of Haunt. And Doug, I know you sent me something try to, to just try to work off of um, for... The quick synopsis, so, on Halloween, a group of friends encounter an extreme haunted house that promises to feed on their darkest fears. The night turns deadly as they come to the horrifying realization that some nightmares are real. And indeed, <laughs> shit gets fucking crazy. With sexy results. Yeah. No, actually... <laughs> Actually, with no sex results. I know Marco's probably a little upset about that fact. Usually he's like the boob counter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No no boobs. But, hey, it is what it is. What can you do? What can you now, do? Boobs and gore Lots make a great combo, but gore, gore on gore is pretty cool, too. <laughs> well, it's it's the new age of uh, horror. The less boobs. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, written and directed by... What do you uh got syphilis or what head cold? <laughs> yeah, I got some sort of cold going on, fluish type symptoms. So that, I'm not feeling too hot, but I've got to tough it out. That staph infection coming to bite you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> All right. So uh, directed and written by uh, Scott Beck and Brian Wood. Um, they've done a bunch of stuff together. Most notably, A Quiet Place and Spread. Um. So they seem to kind of get along well and do a lot of stuff together. Uh, all the actors, for the most part, I don't say they're not well-known. They've all been in a ton of stuff, but no one really jumps out or has had this big leading role. Uh, the only one that I knew before this was uh, Andrew Codwell, um, Evan, uh, who's been in iZombie. He was in How We Met Your Mother, uh, a movie called Scary Die, which I want to check out now. But he was in Tenacious D and My Name is Earl. So he's been... He's been in a lot of little stuff, but nothing, this is, I don't say this is his biggest role, but this is definitely one of his bigger roles. Uh, so is that, that being, the uh, the fat dude? Yeah, the, the bottom of the centipede. 
Yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he's the top of the centipede, isn't he? No, he's the. I thought he was the bottom. Well, I don't know. A centipede's kind of yeah. could be the middle, the front, or the bottom. Isn't that the whole thing of a centipede? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The head. I thought he was the oh, head, but it's all good. Whatever. We'll continue. Um, all right. So uh, we'll, we'll just jump right into it. And hopefully our uh, our guest callers hop on soon. If not, Jimmy Pop 4, we're glad to have you here. <laughs> oh, he's Jimmy gone. Pop 4. <laughs> it says he joined, but I don't know if he left. So either way, thanks for at least trying. Uh, that's hilarious. I think uh, I think my buddy Steve, who uh, I was at a wedding with last night, I think he might be on right now. Steve, if you're out there, thanks for joining the podcast and listening. Is he a cop? He's not a cop. No. <laughs> <laughs> Different Steve. <laughs> Actually, he was he was asking me about the Abbott show that you guys went to. Um, I think he just he thought like all three of us were there, but he was asking about that show and how it was. So oh, you cool. guys got to, you guys got to meet him, but we'll probably we'll get we'll get into well, the, that section later on. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll start with the haunt, or haunt, I should say. Keep calling it the haunt. Yeah, we'll just see how it goes. I know that this is a kind of uh, new for new for us. So we'll. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. This technology is pretty cool. We can kind of do this from time to time when we can't all get together because life just doesn't allow shit like that. You know, too often. So. Yeah. All right. Vintage burn. 2019 haunt. So it kind of starts up with an e- opening sequence uh, with the credits, and you start seeing. These creepy flashes, and you can tell something's kind of being set up. You see drills and a welder and a clown mask and a welder forging something for some reason. And you see some flyers being printed out, and then you kind of see the uh, this trip line snap tight, and then it's kind of like this title sequence, Haunt. So right out of the gate, you're kind of just kind of skeeved out, especially if you're not big into clowns. or A lot of people are just skeeved out in general by haunted houses, you know? Yep. Um, so for this one here, I'm going to try to keep it kind of short, even though I have like nine pages, it goes really quick. And I, I cut a lot of stuff out that wasn't really relevant to the plot or to the gore. So we'll just, uh, we'll just get right into it. Um, so it cuts into a scene in the very beginning where a jack-o'-lantern smashed on this red door and it's like an awesome, like Halloween scene with the red door. Uh, Kev, is this based on Halloween night? Or is it just like Halloween time? Do you know? Uh, I thought that this this takes place on Halloween night there, and that's why they're like supposed to be. Um, I don't know if they're like college students or post college, but they're supposed to be young adults that are out, you know, uh, just at a Halloween party on Halloween. Okay, all right. So, so it seems yeah, it seems like a, um, a sorority house or something where a bunch of college mates are kind of hanging out, getting ready. Um, so there's this one one of the um, the co-eds, or not co-eds, one of the uh, the girls, Harper, she reads a crazy crazy text from her boyfriend. Uh, her other friend, Bailey, confronts her about it, uh, calls him an alcoholic abusive. It's kind of like setting it up for later on uh, with the boyfriend, but uh, she says she saw a bruise on her face when she came into a bar, her mom's ring for her Halloween costume, which I don't get it because she was a cat. I don't know what a ring would have to do with being a cat, but... So it kind of goes into Harper's backstory, and I don't think it's relevant to the movie in any way, shape, or form. So I'm, I'm gonna kind of leave all the weird flashbacks and shit she has out. Do you do you agree? I absolutely agree myself. Yeah, I didn't think it was too relevant to the plot. I just think that <laughs> yeah. you know the relevance is when it gets to the haunted house, pretty much. That's that's the relevance of this movie. Okay, so yeah, so Everything there else are some... is whatever. Right. So I'll, I'll I'll say this. I have a feeling. The one thing I notice about this movie is I think with the main character, it has to do 
with um, some type of abuse, past abuse, <clears throat> whether it's related to her boyfriend or which we'll see further on. Another, her mother. Yeah. Uh, yeah, her mother and <clears throat> like her father, I guess, too. I would assume this is kind of like some type of post-trauma and and that's really what the whole struggle is. And I think we'll probably dive into that. And that's so I think most of the stuff is relevant. It's just trying to figure out, you know, who it relates to in the movie. Okay. Yeah, I, I just after watching it twice, I kind of like, I don't know. It's it's. Yeah, it just it doesn't. I don't think it adds too much to the plot. That's why I'm kind of just going to pass over it for now. But we can get to get into yep. it after. But, uh, um, so Bailey takes her phone and types, it's over, uh, to the boyfriend, and then Harper grabs it, and she doesn't send it, and then a couple minutes later, she's watching a movie on TV that, same thing, like you said, kinda is dealing with, like, abusive relationship in an old horror movie, so she ends up putting her big girl pants on and sends it, and so they all go out, uh, to a Halloween party, and she decides to kinda just let loose for the night, um, so, at first, there's a scene there with the spider vodka when they're all drinking, and, um, the flap or whatever her name was, the uh, uh, Mallory, she was like, oh, you know, I'm afraid of spiders, you know, fuck that. And I'm like, oh, cool, like maybe someone's watching them already and it's kind of going to play on all their different fears, you know, it kind of sets it up to, to make you feel that way, but you still don't know at this point. So then enter Nathan, enter half-human centipede Evan, um, and then Harper steps, steps outside. Harper gets a creepy text, guess my costume, quote-unquote, uh, she sees a figure, figure in red, a red hooded cloak outside, and then disappears. Hey, Doug, we, yeah, hold but, on but a before second. that, Doug, she... we we got another guest joining us. Oh shit! You're okay. live on Vintage Burn. What's up? It's Jason. What's up? What's oh up? shit, oh, Doctor awesome, Man, you got in. <laughs> Doctor uh, J, what's what's crack lacking, man? Doctor J, you thank you for joining yourself? us. Oh, thanks very much. I didn't mean to interrupt, Doug. You were just in the middle of uh, talking Fuck about the red, red cloak That's... guy. Is this the first time you, we see him very early on? It, yeah. It's actually the second time because she gets the text in the Halloween party with his cloak and like a weird face, like a mask. Right, right. Remember that part? Oh, then, you're right. And then she goes outside. Guess my costume. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess my costume. Yeah. And then she goes outside and sees him again. And then baseball guy comes out. She it draws her attention and then the guy's gone. Okay, yeah. Right. So Nathan Nathan Harper Harper talking outside. Um Harper starts having flashbacks. And of course, like none of the demons, there has to be like friggin' twelve people in this group just to make my life that much harder. I swear they do it on purpose. <laughs> so the group leaves the bar. Uh, come home, say, hey, it's getting late. Why don't we just go home in cafe and chill? Netflix and chill, you know? So Evan the Centipede suggests, uh, hey, why not this scary haunted house that he finds on a flyer? And dun, dun, dun. Happens to be the one from the beginning that we saw being printed out. So, you know, they're just setting themselves up for a fun time. Uh, so that now they're on a, on a ride to a... Um, uh, they're on, on the ride to the haunted house. A sketchy red truck uh, starts following them. Harper asks them to pull over. To see if the truck's following. Doesn't seem to be following them. And then all of a sudden, a huge illuminated Halloween haunted house sign appears and out of like the blue. And I'm not gonna lie, it's an awesome sign. I kinda want that for the yard, just for fun. Right, because it <laughs> says it says haunted house, but then it's like every other all the lights except for the word haunt are like still lit up. Mm-hmm. 
early yeah, on, did you guys at, at this point think that um, this chick Harper was part of it and this whole oh, thing shit. with her boyfriend? No. That's no, what I initially thought. Cause she's like, turn down this way. And then he's like, where are we going? She thought she's being followed. Oh, shit. You know, uh, you know, I didn't even, I didn't even think of that that when I was first watching. But then, as it, it but... you know, as it went on, it really, it was clearly about her and like it's her, her character's journey, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's why we oh, like having you on, man, because you, you dig in. Yeah, I try, you dig man. In, right? I watched get, this get movie nice probably more times than I should have. It was good. I enjoyed. It. <laughs> yeah, that, that's I especially I enjoyed the very beginning. I, I, I came in late, but I don't know if you guys pointed out the, the very beginning really reminded me of. First Nightmare on Elm Street, when he's setting up all, I think it's Clown is setting up all of the uh, the booby traps. You see like the sparks flying, reminding me of the Freddy making his glove. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Nice. And then that yeah. opening shot of the street was obviously a throw a throwback to Halloween, the original. Even with the yeah. the, uh, the town written on it, it was just like really brought you into it. You knew it was Halloween right off the bat. Yeah, mm-hmm. gave you the feel right out right out of the gate. Gave you the feel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so they approach the haunted house. Um, you know, you see kind of people in line. And uh, what's her name? Uh, Angela, the nurse, she's like, oh, they say all, go to, all proceeds go to Red Cross, so that's cool. Yeah, blood, <laughs> blood donations maybe. So it kind of like plays the millennial card too. Like they're all like, oh, I looked at the Yelp reviews, you know, and they, one of the kids yeah. an Uber driver, and he's like, oh, I mean, I'm not doing this for free, you know, like. So it kind of, was, it was kind her of last name Cousins? Because she didn't she have a cousin for like every everything that they came across? Like, oh, my cousin does this <laughs> yeah. for a living. <laughs> yeah, how many cousins do you have? Seventy six. <laughs> um, so they play the approach a, cr- a clown at the haunted house. Uh, he gives them a key to a lockbox. The uh, lockbox has waivers that they have to sign, liability waivers, and they have to leave their phone in the box before entering. Uh, Bailey reads the haunted house rules. Everything seems like a legit haunted house, you know. Nothing seems too kind of weird at this time, but they get to keep the key. So our ill-fated group uh, thinks they're in for a fun night. Oh, Anybody else think that? Like, would you actually give up your fucking cell phone to a random ass haunt in the middle of nowhere? No, 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 no. 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 <laughs> that would have been the first time. I'm like, hey, as much as I want to do this shit, you know. No thanks. Just, just like with that, uh, what's that crazy place? We actually pulled the article up on anything our, um... you have to sign a waiver for. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. I, I enjoy it, but I don't want to. I don't want to fucking die. Like for real. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, uh, our friends are down in New York right now. They went to one of those crazy fucking haunted houses. The waiver they signed, she actually posted a picture of it. Said, "Please be aware, you will encounter fog, strobe lights, loud sounds, complete darkness, crawling, kneeling." Stairs, mild restraint, water, sexual and violent situations, aggressive physical contact. <laughs> wow. Okay. That yeah. sounds like candy a good apples. time. Candy apples and razor blades, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is that the place that has, like, the 40-page waiver or something like that? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, I remember they were talking yeah, about... Yeah, seeing a lot about that. Penetration McK- may ensue. Uh, yeah. Is it McKinley Manor, or is that a different one? I think that's the one. The guy basically the reason why nobody can get past the starting line is because they put you under hypnosis from the start. Really? Yeah. You know, I don't. I mean, I don't know how much. But stop! But stop! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't know why, but I have a hangover from some butt stuff all of a sudden. Here's my cell phone. 
all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-oh. I feel seen, Jay. <laughs> uh, all right, so the group enters the haunted house. It seems lame, kind of like a regular cheesy haunted house. Uh, then they enter a room with the old glass wall where they see a girl being dragged out in a body bag. A uh, figure with the witch mask brands the screaming girl's face and then banishes into a smoke cloud like Batman. And yeah. so and we're it like looks so real to them, but it, it, like there's so much smoke at this point that it looks like it. You, they still believe that this is fake because there's so much smoke that it couldn't possibly have been her burnt flesh. <laughs> yeah, like is mm-hmm. it? And that's why in my notes I have first kill question mark because we don't you don't know at this yeah. point is it scary is it a scary fake show or is it the real deal like you're you're still like all right maybe you know some people are in on it we we don't know. Uh, right. So door opens, they come to a little split that says safe, not safe. <laughs> and of course, the fuckers decide to split up once again to make my life harder. And try to decipher where these two groups of assholes are going. So I'm just kind of going to bounce around here. So group one encounters spiders. And then, that's the first thing they encounter. Like I was saying before, remember how the girl in the bar was saying she didn't like the spider bot because she hated spiders? I'm like, oh, so they're going to play on like, all their kind of fears. You know, That's what I kind of thought. Uh, so, group, so group group two goes through um, that weird room with the slats that are covered in oil. Uh, <laughs> then group ones find a coffin. Oh, find the coffin puzzle. Two get through. Mallory gets caught up. Trap door opens when call, uh, Mallory's in the coffin, and they start dumping more spiders on her. She freaks out, breaks free. Uh, let's see. And then they come to a small tunnel, which That's where she goes she missing. Hates. It, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the tunnel, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep, that's right. Yep. So they come up to the tunnel. Um, so now group two comes to this guess guess the body parts game. You know, remember the old game where you'd stick your hand in and, oh, it's hair, it's brains, it's grapes. Yeah. Uh, so the first two guess the body, body parts of that incident. Then fucking Bailey <clears throat> goes and loses her ring, or Hopper's mom's ring. Once again, didn't get that in the backstory. But So Nathan and Bailey try to retrieve the ring, and Bailey... Pulls her arm out, and all of a sudden you just see these fucking wounds open up, which I thought was a very, very fun scene. <laughs> yeah, that was great how they did that. I don't, I don't know how realistic that would be. I mean, I would assume it would be because if you pull your arm out instantly from like a razor blade slice, I, it was. Dude, I it was cut like, myself earlier. I did the exact same thing. I was like, huh, and I just watched the movie. I'm like, that was a pretty real effect. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's weird how when it's such a clean cl- clean slice like a razor blade like Jay you remember when I cut my arm open the thing barely bled even though it was so deep it's something about that yeah. clean the clean cuts it's just like all of a sudden you're like oh good I didn't get myself that bad and then you kind of like spread it open and you can see like white shit underneath you know you're like Fuck. yeah it's like a paper cut it's just like ugh. Yeah. I would well, rather get punched like, I'm going to get bitches right after this podcast I'm on my yeah. way. <laughs> I would rather get punched in the face than get a paper cut. That's how much I fucking paper cuts like yeah. skeeve me out. I don't, I don't know why. <sighs> hey, to get back on topic here, I, I who's I, using I the wanna... sink? <clears throat> oh, wow. the sink great thing though. about this li- this live cast from my house is I'm actually pooping right now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> wonderful. Good, Jay's pooping. I'm bare ass. I don't even know what Marco's doing. I'm just I'm laying there listening to you guys. Marco, <laughs> oh, he's, really? he's Ozzy Osbourneing a bottle of Nyquil right now, which is he's going to be asleep in about 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm already on the verge, bro. I'm already on the verge. It's all right, but hey, it's all good. I'm 
toughen it out, huh? If it happens, it happens. We know. We know you're. Uh, you know, we know you're here in spirit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah, hey, you know what? what about, hey, this haunted house, though. I mean, honestly, they they did a pretty good job putting that up. I'm like thinking for guys who, who for people who basically just want to trap people to, to murder them, they did a really good job on executing like a, a really good walk through haunted house. They put a lot of fucking time in. Yeah, and thing. then burn it down when they're done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I, I think like it was. Spoiler at, alert. At, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Um, yeah, yeah, because you do, you know, for, it seems very uh, elaborate, but I think in the same, in the same breath, they kind of want to see him get tortured and plan all their fears and then just murder him too, you know? So it's kind of this total mind fuck. All right. So, uh, Mallory's still in the tunnel, uh, group one, uh, are approached by a man, the man in the red hood. We don't know if it's the same guy or not, but, or a man, not the man, a man in the red hood. Um, they tell him their friend's still in there. He flips on a creepy-ass hall light switch and follows them down a tunnel, or down the hallway to a tunnel, <laughs> where you just hear these, like, chainsaw sounds revving up on the other side, and that's probably one of my favorite sounds on Earth is the sound of a chainsaw revving up. I don't know why. Well, it, it sounds like going. a weird weird kind of howl at first in this in this movie. Like, it, it, it sounded really cool when it first starts, and then all of a sudden you're like, what is it? And then you hear it, and it is a chainsaw. And you're like, okay. Oh. <laughs> I didn't notice the I didn't notice the howl. Good call. You know that's why it's, I like always watching the movie. That's why I was like watching the movie after we do the podcast too, because like you know when you talk about it with a couple other people, you're like, oh, I didn't notice that, and then you watch the movie and you're like, oh shit, they're right, you know. Uh, so Harper and Evan uh, go down the slide. They meet homeboy with the chainsaw. Evan wigs out, pushes them, and the dude in the chainsaw has a great mask too. Yeah, the zombie mask. The zombie mask, yeah. Uh, so both groups meet up finally, thank Christ. Um, Mallory's still gonzo, though. Uh, then they're just chilling in the room, and a pair of curtains open to reveal the witch again. She pulls out another body bag, which lo and behold again, it's Mallory. Yeah, now, now, it's, now they're realizing shit's getting fucked up. Which, um, uh, the witch spares Mallory in the head with a molting rod. Not even a regular rod, a molting rod. <laughs> Still oh, not secure. Oh yeah, it's gotta yeah. be. I'm hoping that's when they were forging the beginning for no reason. You know, you could buy them at the Home Depot for like <laughs> six bucks, but gonna forge your own and make it real. Yeah. Uh, so at this that way. <laughs> yeah, for effect. So at this point, one of them asks, like, is she acting? They don't know if like the trapdoor is a trick and she's in on it, but we we're pretty sure she did. <laughs> Still not a hundred percent sure yeah. that she did, but she, but she did. So, look quite so they're weird. starting to realize they. <laughs> they, they're starting to realize they might be in trouble. They decide to try and pick uh, the lock and find the box with the phones. Oh, by yeah, the way, this is the part, best line best line in the whole movie right here is when the, the chick, I think it's Mallory, says, I thought you said you could pick anything. And, and uh, chubby guy, chubby funny guy says, uh, he goes, yeah, he goes, I'm an equipment manager. I'm not fucking Robert De Niro from Heat. <laughs> oh, from <laughs> Heat. Line in the whole movie. <laughs> It did have a few good one-liners. I'm an equipment manager. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he did have a few good one-liners. Yeah, he kind of plays like the, you know, the kind of goofy asshole, but kind of lovable at the same time. Yeah, the lovable second banana. Yeah, he's the stooge (laughs) of this movie, we'll say. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And we'll go real deep into his character later, because 
There's obviously something we gotta mention. We gotta mention Stooge in every one. There's always a Stooge. You know how like boy bands always have like the set personalities. Like every movie needs that that Stooge character. You know, you love him, you hate him. Yes, yes. All right. uh, So so Nate goes off to find uh, help slash a tool to break the hinges. Uh, Then we get a tasty bit of information from uh, Angela. She, she mentions that those waivers have their addresses and parents' names. Awesome. So on top of all the shit going on, now they know where they live. Yeah, that was another bad cool. fucking idea. Yeah, why would you? Oh, yes. You know, we're gonna so that's... Your, you're going to need your cell phone. Uh, you're going to sign a waiver. By the way, we're going to take your personal information down. You might as well just give them social security number and a fucking, you know, a, some blood. Yeah, blood type and cock size. Just for just, just to make sure it's you. Um, so they're still in that room where that that last kind of Mallory's death scene happened. So Evan and Angela are trying to get the poker from under the fence. Uh, cuts over to Nate Dog Jay. I hear you smoking a butt. Love it. Nate Nate Post, post BM cigarette. Is that what that was? <laughs> I don't know what it is good about good good sex that makes you have shit. Oh, sorry. I mean, I mean smoke. The old pump and dump. Uh, so Nate Dog loses the key. Nate Dog loses the key in the floor, the one that they were given that held all their phones. Uh, then he has a weird in- interaction with um, this guy in the hall with this another creepy-ass mask. And Nate says, hey, someone's hurt down here. And then all of a sudden the light turns on. And you hear um, the shadow figure talks to him in a normal voice. Makes you think maybe everyone is in on it. Oh, wait, did I skip a page? <laughs> hey, fuck you, Marco. You haven't said anything in like 17 minutes. So. <laughs> I, I was actually gone for about 10 minutes. I believe it. <laughs> Sleeping? I went and checked on. I had to go check on the Patriots game, use the bathroom, make a cup of Marco, coffee. Marco's like the therapist. I got to wake something up. Something about Mary right now. He just came back in from eating a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what happened, yeah. yeah. That's All right, it, so, man. Hey, I'm starting to wake up a little bit, though. So let's let's get this done. Let's do this, dude. Right, I'm so ready. We've covered something about Mary. We've covered Stooge. All right. Yep, Kingpin. <laughs> we're doing we're doing good. Uh, so nurse oh, lady finds Stooge part up. Yeah, you'll have to listen on the re- the recast. So Angela's episode so. brought to you Fun. by the movie Tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get Tombstone to endorse us for no reason, for no reason whatsoever. Uh, the- and also brought to you by the Equalizer. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah here we go. <laughs> I can't believe you're comparing the two. All right, no, we're getting off topic here. So Nurse Lady finally reaches under the under the fence and gets the poker, and the winch comes up and stomps on her foot. And I'm not gonna lie, I jumped. Like I, I wasn't expecting the the foot and like the loud thump. I definitely jumped at that Looks part. Looks real too, because she's got her hand on the thing too. So it's just no give. Her her fingers are fucking mangled. Oh. They don't really yeah, show that's... like them fingers after, but it looks good when they do it because it is so quick. Yeah, yeah, you're right. She's, they don't really mention it again, even though she got her hand crushed. But so, so Nate and yeah. the nice clown come back, um, and he starts saying like, "Oh, this ghost. Th- this isn't supposed to happen." Seems you know he seems genuinely concerned, um, and he states that he has keys and hey, I can get you out of here, kind of thing. And he claims they we are extreme. <laughs> But safety is a main priority. So the dude seems legit, which I don't know. You're starting to kind of question yourself again. That's the whole movie. You start to, oh, no, they're all in on it. No, this is for real. So 
The group, yeah, and they're even like, you killed our friend. It's like, she's not dead. She's waiting for you outside. She's probably wondering where you are. Yeah. And tries to, like, lighten it up. Yeah, so you're like, oh, maybe, maybe we haven't got to the real killing yet, you know? So the, it still the, could be a big mistake. <laughs> yes. So the group refuses to continue forward and decide to go back the way they came. Um, so Harper wants Clown to give her the keys. All right, his name's Mitch. I'm going to call him Mitch the Clown. So Mitch. Harper wants the keys. She takes the keys, and then they go one at a time through, back through the tunnel. Uh, so Edwin goes through the tunnel first because he was going to go and try to get the, you know, pick the lock. Uh, Mitch the Clown goes next and decides to seal up the tunnel. So Evan was the last one. He gets kind of stuck in there and ends up going through the trap door initially. I think uh, Dr. J's right, though, by the way. Mitch isn't a clown. He's a, he's, it's like a ghost face, a, like a distorted ghost yeah, face. he's a ghost. Yeah, they all yeah, have their yeah. own, like, persona. He's the you know, ghost. You're, you're right. He's the ghost. You know, and at first I thought they're all, like, some variations of the clown, but you're right. They're all a little bit. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then it gets, it gets really <laughs> fucked up. What are you drinking? Uh, nothing fancy. Sam Adams <laughs> Oktoberfest. Oh, all right. Well, it's better than what I'm having. Apple bubbly sparkling water right now. So it's sorry. You sniffed glue though before you came in, so <laughs> it, it evens out. I'm drinking Nature's Promise, so it's probably bathtub water. <laughs> Nature's it. Promise. And we know Marco's high on Lake Quill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking a cup of coffee. Not- if you really want to know. They're not anymore, Jay. Like, uh, Dude, honestly, I've been I've been on Nyquil too for the last couple of weeks. I've been miserable with like some fucking cough. So I I yeah. understand that, man. You guys got the tuberculosis I got after Quebec Death Fest. Yeah. <laughs> I like just kicked it like two days ago too, and that was over a month ago. <clears throat> yeah, it's that time of year, fucking hot, cold. But so, all right. So the door. I felt like uh, I felt like Ganush in. Uh, <clears throat> and drag me to hell. Been like coughing up all that like green phlegm, like ganoush. Ganoush. Was that your first time seeing Drag Me to Hell? Yeah, I bought it and I've watched it like three times this weekend. Oh, dude, it's excellent. I, I remember. I, I, God. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Maybe we should do a cast on that at some theaters. point. It's good. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have to do that anyway. Sorry, as usual, we cut you off. It's it, nothing changes here, even when we're live. Nope, nope. I just, uh, you know, appreciate you guys coming to my TED Talk. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I think it's harder live, though, because you, you can't, like, see what each other's doing. So it's like you start talking and somebody starts talking at the same time and all hell yeah. breaks loose. That's yeah, well, thank God. Time. I'm not sure I want to see what half of you guys are doing anyway at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'd love to. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> all right. Well, I can see so, what you're doing. <laughs> so Harper's trying to open a goddamn door. Um, <laughs> so the door she's trying to open slams open and the dude in the red cloak pops out and barrels ass down the hallway they try to climb into the tunnel and she pulls fuck who was that who does she stab in the hallway is it Ange it's, yeah, her, it's Ange. her roommate Bailey no 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 no, no. that's that's later oh, on that's I mean later. Uh, it, it's Angela, the nurse. So she, she, she's the second one in the tunnel. She pulls her out, and then the, the dude with the red cloak stabs her with the pitchfork. So now we pretty much know there's no fucking... that it's not, No one's in on it. They're just being picked off they're one just, by one. Yeah. That's a cool death, too. Yeah. The, uh, Anything with the pitchfork. pitchfork. Through the eyeball. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nate fall, falls through the trap door. We're getting... 
We're getting there. And then we can discuss hey, all the fun stuff. Hey, Doug, Keith McCoy's on right now. Keith McCoy! Cilantro! Cilantro! <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's gonna be, he's playing he's playing a show tonight uh next to um uh, i'm gonna fuck this up he's in galway tonight playing a show so he's joining in just right before he goes on on set i think so dude that's awesome tonight dude. brother send us send us some clips of your shit man I, I i'd love to hear what you got going on um we appreciate everything you do for us man um all right i i know i know the only kev would you say this only has ha huh, yeah, hey, like Galway City, nice man. I'm jealous. Yeah, very cool. Yep. <laughs> All right, so Nate falls through the trap, going back through the tunnel. Uh, Evan gets outside, finds the lockbox is missing. Then you see a clown, uh, kind of rifling through the box of phones. It's funny you see him take off his clown mask, put it down, and then they pan over to see his face, and he still just has the clown face. So he's the <laughs> he's the clown wearing a clown mask, you know, like that's yeah, just his face. But the face is worse than the mask. His yeah, his makeup yeah. is awesome in this too. Yeah, the, 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 that first reveal is so cool. Yeah, agreed. Uh, so the red, the guy, uh, the the guy in the red cloak traps Harper. Uh, she thinks it's her boyfriend still for some reason because of the earlier text, so we're still confused about that. He removes his mask and reveals this Darth Maul-looking motherfucker. Who's Will? Yeah, is this his name? The boyfriend's name who's, Will? Who's, who's Sam? Who's Sam? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's got, like, sp spikes and tats. I mean, does he look like Darth Maul from Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, I yes. kind of see that, yeah. It, it took me, I'm like, yes. it took me the day after watching it, I'm like, who does this dude look like? And I'm like, oh, it's fucking Darth Maul. So... Uh, so Sam calls Harper's phone, and the clown answers, and, you know, they have an awkward um, interaction, and then the clown says, you're too late, Sam, and hangs up. <laughs> you're too late. So uh, Nate attacks Darth Maul with a nail gun, which is pretty sick. Uh, Harper escapes. Mitch the clown asks Evan if he still wants to see his face. He says, it's a work in progress, but I think you'll like it. So it's this whole like, kind of trans transformation thing. Like, they were normal, and for whatever reason, they are trying to transform themselves because Darth Maul keeps talking about like oh what does your mask look like you know and it's I don't know there, there's something there maybe we can deep dip in deep in a little di uh <laughs> dive in a little bit deeper because uh I'm still not sure what the whole uh, symbolism is there but they told me I have well, to earn thing, my I wish they did dive a little deeper into who these fucking guys were because they just look so I mean at first it was just crazy guys and maybe you thought they were a little scarred but like the shit that they did, they did do themselves. They even say earlier on that all oh, these guys are uh, they're tattoo artists, and one's a tattoo artist and one's something else. You know, I see a prequel. I could see a prequel coming. Yeah, see, I kind of hope they do, just to kind of you know fill us in. There's so many questions to be asked still. Depending on how much this makes, um, and I don't know. However, they're gonna they're gonna justify it stream in streaming. I, I I could definitely see them at least doing a prequel, which which would be cool on the characters. That might be might be pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah I, th I think it could be a fun one, or even you know maybe a um, like a sequel with a backstory and kind of some future type stuff, or you know post yeah. post this movie. All right, so now it pans to a scene of Nate running, and then it pans back to just a river of blood, and then you see Mitch the clown pulling a fucking hammer out of Evan's dead head, <laughs> uh, and then Mitch. Reveals his fucked up face, and his face kind of looks like that new Slipknot Corey Taylor mask. There, the one that looks like a um, kind of does, yeah, like a milk jug. 
He kind of has like a really <laughs> weird face. Yeah. Uh, and and then yeah, after he retrieves the hammer, he just decides that wasn't enough, and he decides to pretty much just like take the claws under his jaw from behind and just pull. And it's uh, I, that's that's pretty yeah. graphic. I, I haven't seen a kill scene like that in a while. That was that was, that was good. That was probably the best third best kill scene in the whole movie. I think so too, <laughs> Kevin. What, what do you know? It, it was a practical effect too. I think like the I, I, right. I feel like they used a little bit of combination of both. I feel like that's when they really achieve it the best is when they use the practical effect with digital effects. Robert Rodriguez does it a lot. It comes out really great. Yeah, I think very... they did that with a lot of this. But that one was just pure practical. That was awesome the way they ripped that face off. Yep. Yeah, I love saying did. that sentence too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, yeah, that, that that's probably one of the best kill scenes I would say in the movie, just because yeah, it was I would say kind of original. I don't remember more on a hammer scene like that. So, you guys think I think more horror movies now are starting to go back to uh, practical effects, you know, just because everyone knows how shitty CGI has been, and you know, a lot of the digital work. Like, yeah, it's getting better, but I think everyone realizes that like we'd rather have live action kill scenes that that you're doing with practical stuff yeah which is kind of nice you know sometimes the the cgi can just kill a scene like almost instantly or like kill the whole movie oh yeah for sure you know and in, yeah. in, in one quick scene it's like you know you could have just spent a little more time or a little more effort and just did it with like you said practical effects but i'm glad it's kind of coming back around to that yeah definitely yep um all right so Got a couple more pages here, and then we can we can really get into the nitty gritty. But so Harper finds a hallway with a bucket of like looks like body parts, and the sign on the wall that says "Reach Inside." You know, you kind of trapped in a you know it's a booby trap. You know, it's all booby trapped, and you know you really don't have an option. So uh, yeah, so she reach in, she finds a flashlight, and then the lights shut off. I crossed a bunch of shit out earlier, so. Uh, then she's going down the, the dark, uh, booby-trapped hallway, sees a figure in the distance, and fucking steps on a nail. Ugh. You guys ever step on a nail before? It's going to be one of the worst feelings. Yeah. It's no, just... but these the, the, the guys who directed it and the writers, they're the same guys who did A Quiet Place, and there's a scene in that, spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> where someone steps on a nail. And so they, they must have, like, a thing about stepping on nails, you know? <laughs> It's awful. Yeah, it's like, well like oh, <laughs> Jay, you know that's like the newest fetish? It's like a... The, that's awesome. People, people get off of that, thoughts. yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it would, the make, one... it would make sense if Quentin Tarantino was constantly using, uh, you know, <laughs> feet to nails. I mean, that would make sense since he's got a foot fetish, but... Or, or nailing feet. Yeah, yeah. Beat your feet to my meat. Um, all right, so <laughs> Nate's confronted by Mitch the Ghost... Uh, he's able to text Sam with Harper's phone behind his back, and then Mitch attacks Nate. Um, so Sam pretty much gets the text and starts hauling ass to the, you know, the coordinates that, um, Nate texts him. Um, uh, Harper's making her way through the booby traps and into the escape room. Now, I, the escape room was just, like, big, um, elaborate, like, felt like a 15-minute scene, so I kind of just shortened it up, and like I said, we can go into details later, but... So, uh, she needs to find a key to get out of the room. She goes through a bunch of puzzles, finds the key under the bed, and she ends up stabbing Darth Maul in the eye, and then uses it to open the door. 
And as soon as she turns the cogs in the door, uh, a, a gunshot blows through the door. Um, hits her in the shoulder, right? Hits her in the shoulder, yeah. She kind of gets some, like, uh, some, some spray from the shotgun. Yeah. And, it's play- and then it's kind of creepy. It's just like a dark hallway. It's playing Pop Goes the Weasel as it just kind of, like, mechanically, like, rewinds and reloads itself. Uh, so then Darth Maul runs down the hall, uh, attacks her, and dude punches her in the face like pretty brutally. I'm not gonna lie, that was probably one yeah. of the more shocking scenes. Even like with the hammer scene, just like punching the chick right in the face. I'm like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Harper jabs him in like the eye. She just stabbed him, and she kind of like stands him up a little bit, and then times it so when she knows when the next gunshot's gonna go off, and it gets him right in the head. So he dead. Darth Maul dead. And then she immediately felt... gets up and runs right at the thing, even though she knows it's going to shoot again. <laughs> instead of just crawling towards it. <laughs> but I uh, no, you're right, you're right. I thought the same thing, but they these two always yell at me for, like, like nitpicking on, like, the, like, what, why, why? You know, because if you do that for every movie, yeah. there's a, you know, it kind of ruins it, but. Yeah. Well, but yeah, it's I'm just a... like the amount of, how many damn shells does that shotgun have? Yeah, that's right. true, too. <laughs> it's kind of like with Halloween, right? They're like, um, I think, actually, I just realized that there was actually seven shots in Halloween. He didn't shoot him six times. It was seven shots. Yeah. <laughs> the magic revolver. Yeah. Um, all right, so you see Mitch the ghost asking a clown. You see Mitch the ghost asking a girl in a, or a, cl- a clown in a um, Grim Reaper looking mask if they, quote, are ready. You see the Grim Reaper figure walking down the hallway and then Harper knocks the figure down, stabs with a pitchfork, only to reveal that it's Bailey tied up. She did. Yeah. So she did. So that's just, they're just knocking them off and then making each other knock each other out. So it's kind of a free-for-all. Uh, so enter Sam. Uh, he, he walks in. Poor motherfucker. I know like he's kind of like the, the dickhead <laughs> of the movie, but immediately hits that red tripwire we see at the beginning. And it's like something out of the good sun. It's like this fucking bolt throw that just launches this bolt like right at his neck. Yeah. Um, so he drops to the ground. Clown homeboy comes over, drops a cinder block on his fucking head, and then finishes him off the sledgehammer with like a golf swing. <laughs> pretty pretty messy scene, not going to lie. This dude did not have a long character. No. Weren't you rooting for him to save the day towards the end? Like, uh-huh. yeah, what, yeah. A, what an unlikely hero he would have made, the fucking abusive, drunk boyfriend. <laughs> right. Yeah, kind of maybe, you know, yeah, you start to feel for, for him a little bit, but then, yeah, but then he dead, so you don't feel anything for him. Well, I think we, I mean, this this is definitely supposed to be, I, I mean, I would assume here it's like a little bit of like, uh, more of like, a, again, it's like towards the whole feminist movement, so you're going to have like the final girl. In that, from that aspect, so I, I was thinking, I'm like, I don't know if they're gonna have a dude try to save the day in this one. Probably not. Well, it was, it was really Harper's story anyway. Although, exactly, you know, she was the only character that was actually like a, you know, more than just a one-dimensional character in the movie. Yep. Yeah, they're the only one. She's the only one that kind of at least go into the backstory, even though it may, may not seem pointless, depending on how, what you're trying to take out of this. But you're right; she's yeah. the only one they actually kind of give her like a backstory. Except for the girl who has, like, 80 cousins. You know, that's the only other backstory. 
Well, and yeah. you can see too that she's got PTSD because you know she's under before before the whole gunshot scene. She's in that room trying to find the key and the and and she's got the you know when when um you call him Darth Maul <laughs> when he comes in the room she's like she's flash having a flashback to her father being abusive towards her mother and kind of just yeah. going through all that. We really get to see that she has a lot of serious PTSD from her her childhood and her own experiences and it's just like well fuck is she is she gonna transcend from it or is this is this gonna be how she dies you know it's like yeah she's gonna she, let it get the best her whole it. life she saw her dad do it to her mother she ended up with a guy just like her dad does it to her and now she's in this fucking not house with these clowns and fucking ghosts everywhere that are trying to, that are chopping them up and shit yeah and it's fight or flight yep yep I was actually going to say, fight or flight, you bastard. You stole my thunder. <laughs> All right. So, so Sam, Sam dead. Um, so, Nate breaks through the wall where Harper is. And Mitch the ghost tackles Nate. Chainsaw guys comes, comes down the hall. Harper reloads the gun, shoots him in the face. I don't know. Shoots him. I don't remember where she shoots him. Uh, and then knocks out Mitch the ghost. Uh, Nate and Harper... Ex- go to escape. Oh, let me uh, run to the guy with oh, like a trick or treat looking. Remember from like trick or treat, the little Dracula kid. It kind of that's what that mask kind of remind me of. So we'll call it the Dracula mask. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> and then, uh, so he pretty much says like, oh, I didn't kill anyone. Like I'm just helping out as the errand boy. And then kind of shit got serious. And then they, you know, told me they would kill me if you know I did anything. So he's. He's actually like kind of like genuine, like we like we thought Mitch was and stuff. So he's like, oh, you know, they they usually hide a gun in here and let's get out of here. And then another circus freak looking dude comes and just shoots him in the head, which sucks because he actually was a good character. Like he actually was like a a helpful character. Uh, so then the witch comes out of nowhere, uh, talks some shit, and promptly gets her head caved in from the metal floor door. <laughs> Uh, then it pans to the scene of the creepy ass clown burn the lot. Jay, your old band burn the lot. <laughs> um, no, wasn't that an old, um, an old, like an old carnival saying? Like if like shit went down, they said burn the lot. You pretty much like pack up and that's, like burn, well, that's what burn they any did. kind of evidence. That's what they yeah, did every night they burn the lot, and you know they they get everybody's money in one town, and then they pick up and leave and go to the next town. It's called burning the lot. Scott Campbell came up with that for us. <laughs> Scotty, Scotty C. Um, so yeah, the clown. They show the the clown lighting that creepy like pallet wood wall with all the oil on fire. I don't know who's in those like hanging bags. It looked like it was just like a bags of like blood, but just assume it's oil for now. I don't know. <laughs> so um, Nate and Harper run outside on foot. Nate grabs the bat that he left in the van. Uh, he gets shot in the chest by that same circus freak. Kills a circus freak with a bat. They both take Sam's truck and go to the hospital. And then they kind of show, like, uh, Angel, not Angela, uh, Harper in the hospital. And they're like, hey, your friend's going to be okay. So, surprisingly, out of this whole ordeal, two of them do end up surviving. And then, kind of, uh, Harper sits back almost with a little bit of relief. But then she realizes that these motherfuckers have <laughs> addresses, names, you know, so... She's not really off the hook yet, so. And then it kind of. Do one of you guys want to kind of finish it off here? Yeah. Then uh, she says she 
pulls a pulls a 180 on them and booby traps her own house home alone style yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> i was kind of hoping for the can of paint to swing and maybe some hot wheels but I, I think the sticky the sticky like glue trap and like the nails was pretty good yeah i honestly though i felt like the ending was super rushed like they went like right from the hospital and then right to the dark house clown walks in gets stuck and then he's dead like I thought it was yeah, you're right. I wonder why. I wonder why. It w- they should have like had her go home and kind of like start to heal and have like twelve more flashbacks, and then you know like them show up. You're right. It was very. It was almost like thirty seconds from like when they escape hospital scene, and then the the last clown kill scene was very rough. Yeah. Doug, if you wanna if you want the Home Alone paint scene, you gotta watch. Actually, most of the movie is just like Home Alone. It's like a horror version. You gotta watch the movie. Better watch out. And it it takes place on Christmas too. It's like a Christmas movie. Like a Christmas horror movie? Yeah. You you haven't seen Better Watch Out? No. Marco, are you rolling around? It's fucking awesome. I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting there listening to you guys. Oh. That's okay. That's Dr. Jay. Jay. Jay's living his own. Jay's living his own horror movie right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. All right, yes. I feel like honest, honestly, I feel like the movie like already kind of ran its course. I don't think they needed to extend it anymore. Personally, like I think well, it was fine the way it was. It, it it seemed rushed, but like I, I didn't need it to be another twenty minutes. Like, no, we understood not, the point of the movie. By I'm not point. talking 20 minutes, but, like, give it two minutes, like, just to kind of, like, wrap. You you sat there for an hour and a half of your time. It would have been nice to have a little bit more of a wrap-up, even if it was two minutes, you know? So Yeah, I don't know. I just don't understand what, like, two minutes would achieve. It would show, like, like this super, like, hospital part where she's, like, getting back into shape like Rocky, like when he's training him <laughs> in the snow. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. I, I don't really see it personally, but it's okay. Everybody's entitled to their opinions. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Who? Jay, is that you? What? We're getting a lot of uh, interference. I don't know if it's the Russians. You, it's yeah. You might want to. You might want to just put your mic on mute if you're unless you're gonna talk. Are you? There it you sounds like. Are you? Are you still it. now? It sounded yeah. like he was humping something. Yeah. It sounded like shenanigans oh, yeah. of something. Yeah, sort. I am. I am humping. Oh, <laughs> Maybe he's moving a dead body, dude. That's what it yeah, sounds that's like. It, yeah, that, that's it. He's like dragging the corpse down the hallway <laughs> while heating up his like poker on a fire. Yeah, I could see him. He's like tattooing his own face right now, like molding it to be like a mask. <laughs> this movie has a lot of influence on him. Yeah, he said he watched it more times than he should have. So what do you guys think overall? Uh, is it is is it a recommend for you guys? Because for me, I I mean, again, I went into it kind of just having low expectations. Had an awesome awesome uh, cover, so that was a big thing. The poster was really cool, and then overall, I mean, the movie again. I've watched it like four or five times. I love really? it. I'm glad I I'm glad I bought it because I I just I thought it was a great horror movie. Hmm. I mean, I don't think it brought anything new to the table. It? it didn't bring anything new to the table, but it's definitely watchable. Jay, where are you right yeah. now? I'm in my bedroom, man. Is your is your phone up on the roof? No. <laughs> uh, 
These, these, um, I don't know if he's on speakerphone. Like, oh, there you go. Oh, now you can hear loud and clear. Yeah, there you go. Much better. Much better. For some reason, yeah, it's like it was... you. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. All right, Marco's holding the golden egg. You go. <laughs> no, I was just going to give you my my uh, thoughts on the movie. I thought I thought it was really good for one watch. Uh, I don't really think it's a movie I'd ever really go back to. I mean, I recommend it if you like gore and stuff. But honestly, like what Doug said, I don't think it really brought much to the table. I don't think it was, uh, you know, I thought it was all right, you know. Uh, so I guess I'll give it a recommend if you like gore and uh, you like uh, really fucked up looking clowns and witch faces and ghost face killers and all that stuff. <laughs> ghost face. Love, uh, the, <laughs> love the Wu-Tang reference. I was going to say it earlier, but there's too much shit going on. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'd give it a watch if, uh, you know, if uh, you haven't seen it. But, honestly, like, the rewatchability to me isn't there. Yeah, okay. I would have to agree with that. <laughs> I'm going to have yeah. to agree with that. Yeah, same here. I, I did watch it twice. Well, two and a half times, we'll say. It, it was good. Uh, definitely entertaining. Uh, you, there's some characters you kind of, you kind of like start to like, and then you know, but that's like any movie. But I thought, I thought it was good. I would recommend it. I mean, I think a six point three is pretty on point as far as uh, IMDb IMDb rating. I think that's the hard part. Like uh, we're we're at that point now with I mean, well, pretty much anything artistically, it's hard to find anything original that's going to make you go, "Oh, I I haven't seen this before." I think that's really I mean, whether it's music or even movies, it's like at this point, uh, I'm kind of done. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all been done, man. It's it's all been done. This reminded me a lot of Saw too. I don't know why it just had that saw feel to it maybe it's because of the rooms and the traps uh so speaking of saw uh jay um i don't know if any of you guys have ever seen the abominable mr fibes the old vincent price movie from the 70s i remember like the misfits i remember seeing it back in the day like in the misfits i think it was the first tune on famous monsters i'm like oh it must be cool but i never got around to watching it until like last week and it's amazing how much um like those early 70s movies, a bit cheesy, and they're more like dark comedies, but how much they influenced these movies in like the 2000s and like the 90s and even up to recent. You know, there, there's a scene in, in that movie where like at the very end, he puts a key in this, this doctor's chest, in uh, his son's chest, I'm sorry. Vincent Price puts a key in the chest of a surgeon's son, the surgeon who was on the surgery that his wife didn't survive. So he's like, you have as much time as, you know, you did to save my wife. Yeah, so, and if not, like, acid's going to drip on his face. So it was kind of like a precursor to Saw. Oh, yeah, that sounds exactly like something in Saw. Dude, you should check it out. I think you would like it. It's it's, it's really artsy, but, like, done well. And like I said, it's a little bit of a dark comedy as well. So all around, I I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I actually want to watch it again now. Who that movie like really reminds me of like a, uh, like a Kubrick movie. It really, it, I mean, I feel like he was kind of influenced by that too because it, it, it really reminds me of like, it's got like a eyes wide shut kind of feel. Like feels like all, like all his movies have that kind of vibe. And I think he took a lot from that movie as well. That uh, was a good call. one. Vincent Price is just so creepy anyway though. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, naturally. <laughs> I had a stroke. <laughs> Sorry, his betrayal in The Simpsons is just always cracked me up, and that's why for the longest time I couldn't take him ser- like too seriously. But then, like, I'm like, whoa, no, this dude did so much for like the the genre. Yeah, yeah. 
And I also thought that scene, though, with the trap door, the big steel door thing, was very of reminiscent you, of Evil Dead. Of Evil Dead, yeah. Yeah, so when they pull the person in, and then even when uh, they crush the face and it's unmasked, it almost looks like the the witch or whatever in Army of Darkness. If you look at the face. (laughs) Yeah. I can see that. Very reminiscent. Yep. And I think that whole scene was like dedicated to to Raimi. You know, I did this... I was just, you know what it was? I was kind of watching it as we, you guys were talking about it, and I was fast-forwarding to the parts, and, and that's the part I noticed there. Speaking of Sam Raimi, and I know we, we talked about this in the beginning of the cast, but uh, for those of you who haven't checked out 2009's Drag Me to Hell, I, I definitely suggest that movie. I mean, again, probably nothing super original, but, um, I mean, it's just like, it's, it's like a female-led version of, a, a lot of like Evil Dead and and kind of mixed with Army of Darkness too because of the comedic ac- aspects of it. Yeah, Dragman Hell was like an instant classic for me. Of course, there was Love it. plus the coin and it too got me wet. I'm like, oh, is that a Standing Liberty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that um, the one with uh, what's her face, Megan Fox? No, no. it's um, I'm, I don't. Even, it's um, J- Justin Long. Yeah. Oh no, and... that's Jennifer's body. Alice yeah, and Loman. Yeah. Yep. Ju- her and uh, Justin Long. And then that dude, yeah. I forget, what's the Indian gentleman from? He, I can't remember what he, I, I meant to look it up, but I can't peg what he was from. I don't I know, but he's I, pretty cool. Yeah, he he he's is. Cool. He's very, he has that, he, he just fits the movie uh, very well. Very so, British. British, yeah. So she, yeah. she was also in a movie called Matchstick Men with um, Nicolas Cage, maybe 2003, 2004. He's like a, OCD con man and she plays like she plays his daughter I don't give any spoilers but she's great in that too that's like, not a horror flick but just a good 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 watch and it's yeah, not because she looks like Selena Gomez it's been yeah. out for 10 years Doug I think you can give spoilers that's on them if I haven't seen it <laughs> <laughs> she's that's in a movie true. called White Oleander too my wife is saying White Oleander. Did that come through? Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. It did come through, yeah. All we heard was, God damn it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, Dragon to Hell was a... Uh, that was a good flick. That was that was the, uh, Rami's last movie, right? Besides Crawl or Claw, whatever the hell he's going to coming out now? No, he had... Um, I, belie- I, I believe he also... Was, he took part in Don't Breathe, but I could be wrong. Oh, I yeah. I thought I, I, might, thought be, was I gonna, might be wrong. I thought this is his first one in like a decade or so, which would have been like Drag Me to Hell. But maybe okay. I don't know. No, uh, it's possible. So speaking of movies that came out came out around two thousand eight, two thousand nine. I just watched the second or uh, Zombie Land Double Tap today. Have you, anybody seen that yet? No, no, not yet. Oh, Marco? No, I have not yet. No. All right, I, I won't give any. I mean, there's not much for spoilers. You know what you're going to get, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I wasn't... I, so after seeing um, Let the Dead Die, I was so fucking bummed out. And I thought this was going to be kind of like that same kind of thing, but they, they didn't disappoint. If you love the first one, you'll love the second one. Yeah, but I think... Nice. Yeah, I'm just, this one I'm had really the like, writers of Deadpool and all that, so I think uh, I think like the dialogue was probably pretty good, I would think. How was the dialogue? Yeah. It was good. It, it was in the same vein. They didn't like go crazy one way or the other. It's it's in the same exact vein as the first one. You know, they just kind of they have like the reoccurring jokes. They like reference the first one a few times. They reference like Kingpin, in a, not directly, but they they make a couple jokes. But 
and Bill Murray uh, has a little a little cameo in it. So nice. it, it was yeah. It was uh, really? if, if you go to see it in the theater, yeah. If you go to see it in the theater, uh, don't don't leave before the credits. Okay, That's nice. That's Just, awesome. <clears throat> yeah, couple couple other movies to check out too, um, especially on Shutter. If you guys see anybody see Monster Party yet? No, not that I've shot it. Yeah, it's really good. Um, without going into it too far, basically take uh, American Psycho and put a bunch of that character at a recovery for serial killers event and three three kids that basically take the job to just be waiters and waitresses for that night. They have no idea what they're in for, but of course, how long can uh, serial killers really stay not active? And so it just becomes a massively fucked up party that they're at. Um, and it's it's pretty gory. It's good. It's a good time. So it, okay, so it's just like a, a a movie, right? It's not like a trilogy or a anthology <laughs> or like a. So it's just no, one just movie. movie. Okay, yeah, it's one movie. It, yeah, it's also on Netflix too. It's on yep. both. Yeah, because I, I was actually looking at it because I know you recommended it through text message the other day, so I considered watching it last night. But I uh, went with scary movie. <laughs> Scout. I almost bought that at VHS at the Salvation Army. I'm kind of. I think I already owned it though. You, I wish I need like a. Is there like a um, a Discogs, but like for VHS? Because like every time I'm like, oh, I want that, but do I have it? You know. I mean, yeah. for for a buck, you could take the hit and whatever. But yeah, scary, those scary movies are classics. Like the the first few. Yeah, I like the first two a lot. I, I don't think I've ever seen any other one personally. Have you have you guys checked out uh, Don't Breathe? Which one? Don't Breathe. Yeah, that's another good, that's another good the, one that, just, that came out. The one with the with nah, the blind but... guy. Yeah, the one with the blind guy. Don't... Yeah. No, dude, yeah. that you're thinking of Don't See. No. <laughs> All, right. All right. Sorry, that was bad. <laughs> I'll let myself yeah. out. <laughs> um, there's a, there's another new one too on Shutter that just came out called The Furies. Um, it's about eight women that were kidnapped and they're kind of like put in into this whole uh this game and each of them is assigned a killer and and they're basically it's just like another whole game of survival so it's another you know final girls uh, type feminist movie so it's um it, it's I, we're gonna give it a watch it looks like it might be pretty good and then i bought annabelle comes home i mean i i'm into that whole supernatural series they're not the greatest in the world but i think james wan just does a pretty good job if you're looking at supernatural stuff and Marco, I know you're that, into that whole thing. Too, yeah, so. yeah, I was, I was. Uh, that latest you know, Annabelle was cool too. Yeah, it was okay. I th- yeah, I thought it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. It wasn't, I didn't think it was anything it wasn't the special. Best one. You know what I did like surprisingly yeah, was I actually watched the the new Child's Play, and I actually enjoyed I like it. That I thought it was pretty too. good. Yeah, that, I love how really. They, yeah, they yeah. Do it, like, as the far as remakes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you like, almost they, sympathize with Chucky in that because you know he's not just a. It's it is completely different, and it wasn't it wasn't bad. I re- I actually enjoyed that one. Yeah, I liked it a lot. <laughs> I mean, he's just basically a robot capable of learning, you know. And uh, so you know what he what they watch, he like kind of kind of learns, and that's how I it think becomes it's more realistic than what than the original. Well, that's with the voodoo well, and stuff, we, sure. We got another we got another, yeah. got another guest joining in. Who's this? Uh oh, you're live with Vintage Burn. For crying out loud. What up, Ken? <laughs> I can do it. What's up, Ken? What's up, Ken? Don, not too much, man. I hear old 
Professor X over there. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even see what the fuck's going on, man. Ah, uh, not too much, man. I probably had more drinks than I probably should have before joining this call, but. Oh, perfect. Sounds like a usual day in the life of vintage burn. So. Hey, hey man, I can make fun of people drunk, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Are you celebrating that fucking score on the gas can today? Dude, the, not even the gas can, dude. Do you see that bucket with the with the swivel seat highlight? Oh, is, dude, that, thing is that what that was? All right, I couldn't tell. It just looked like a, like a little duffel bag with like an army duffel bag. No. Nah, yeah. man, it's a it's a cooler with a swivel yeah. seat. Dude, anything swivel them into. Uh, anything. Hey, hey, hole's a hole as long as there's some heat in it there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> 90 to 90, blind cripple to crazy. Hey. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, you, unfortunately, you missed the uh, the movie review. Hopefully, did you end up watching The Haunt? Did you end up watching Haunt? Nah, man. No, all right. So that's it. That's good. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'm so unprepared. <laughs> All right, let's just talk about obituary for the next two hours with Casey. What do you say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. K Casey, so you're All down right. in Tennessee, right? Yes, sir. Do a lot of shows come through where you are? There's there's some pretty cool shows, man. I saw Phil Anselmo in Knoxville. That was pretty cool. He was old. Super old. Pro probably older than he is now, you know. Yeah, by at least well, a couple months. <laughs> have you seen him last? Yeah, I'm actually kind of looking forward to seeing him with Slayer. I, I sold my King Diamond tickets, and I know fucking Marco and Kev are still mad at me, but I sold my King King Diamond tickets to go see Sly Slayer, Primus, Ministry, and then Phil and the Illegals doing Pantera. So uh, I'm kind of pumped to see that. Do you guys have too many shows, or is Slayer. it kind of like – yeah, number three, dude. Yep. The, 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 yeah, you need to be there, man. I don't care if it's your kid's birthday. Bring him. It'll be the best birthday <laughs> present ever. He'll thank you when he's like 18. He'll be like, Dad, thank you. Yeah, get him some, uh, get him some air muffs. Just get him, just get him some, uh, some of those. Dude, there was a, there was a kid probably four or five years old getting carried out of the Misfits concert. It was our first concert ever. Imagine that oh, shit. Dude, what a way to go, kid. Yeah, Jesus. Where the hell was she? In the pit? Or like the pit area? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> That's where I was. Shit. Jay, all right. So, wait, Kev, quick question. How, we only have an hour and a half. Uh, two hours? Yeah, so we're it'll go off. We, we've got it scheduled for an hour and 20 minutes. So, so we got about six minutes left before we get cut? Uh, no, I'm sorry, not an hour and 20, well, yeah, yeah, probably another six minutes before we get cut. So it, it oh no. Alright, sorry, hold no, on, that, you broke no, no, up a little not, bit. It's not, it's 120 minutes, so it's not 60 minutes, it's 120 minutes, oh. so, yeah, so it's two hours, so what two you're hours. seeing right now is, is only showing you that we've only been on air for an hour and 14 minutes. Okay, so we still, so we still got some time to shoot the shit. Yeah, you've got time to shoot the shit. If you want, we should. What you should do is just kind of go into some rock and metal news. I think all, all I was going to do is quickly cover um, before we get out of the movies. I was going to just say like what's going to be playing or coming up for November on Shutter and Netflix. Yeah, fuck yeah. So it looks like uh, coming up this November on Netflix. Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula is playing. Cape Fear, which is a great movie with De Niro. 
Um, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Cloverfield, From Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah. Scary, scary Movie 2 and 3, Marco. There you go. That's, oh, how, cool. that's how I watched them. Perfect. Uh, Green Room, which is an awesome movie. I don't know if you guys have seen Green Ooh. Room. It's uh, Shit. It's it's like a neo-Nazi punk uh, thriller horror movie. It's pretty fucking sick. Jay, have you seen that one? Yes, I have. Yeah, I thought that was good. That uh, Anton Yelkin kid, like uh, yeah, like yep. Kyle Reese and Patrick Stewart's in it, right? Patrick Stewart. Patrick yep. Stewart. Yeah. yeah, he plays that part way fucking too well. Magneto. Not gonna lie. Yeah, Magneto. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> no kidding. Uh. May the Devil Take You, which is a Netflix film. I guess Netflix is continuing to make more horror. Uh, Cam, Sabrina. So I think I think that's playing off of. It sounds like that's actually uh, not to be confused with the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which I, that show's pretty awesome. This is something else entirely called Sabrina. Oh, um, Gomez, Sabrina the teenage witch there. Yeah, she's pretty smoking. But this is Probably this is like right. completely separate. It's just called <laughs> Sabrina. So this one, uh, yeah, it's about a toy maker and his wife who are terrorized by a, a demonized, it's a demonized doll. Uh, again, something we probably have all seen. So who knows how original that'll be? Toy maker. Damn. Kind of toys. What kind of toys she making? Yeah. You guys are over there giggling. What's what's going on over there? <laughs> oh no, we're. Sad thing is, we're, it's weird. We're in five different places all giggling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giggling because I'm thumbing my butthole right now and nobody knows. Yeah. Jay's giggling. He's probably, he's probably getting a fucking blowjob from his wife or something while he's podcasting right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> New bucket list that's item. Ex- that's, that's exactly what's happening right now. Yeah. Dude, he oh. was, that was happening. <laughs> he's been married for a bit. He's like, you're so right. All right. Oh, um, yeah. So, Jay, tell us us about the – sorry, go ahead, Kev. No, I was just going to say, and then on Shudder coming in November, it looks like uh, a movie called Reborn, uh, A a Bluebird in My Heart, Necrotronic. That sounds interesting. Uh, Trick or Treat, which we've all seen. It looks like they're going to be posting that up on Shudder. Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, Audition, Deep Murder. Bride of Reanimator, cool. Tetsuo, The Cat Nine Tales, Season of the Witch, which is not to be confused with Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. This is Season of the Witch by George A. Romero. No, um, Nicholas Cage either, right? Not that Season uh, of the Witch? <clears throat> I don't think so, no. Is, is this like an old one, like from the 70s? I know, like, I remember when I died yeah. more. Yeah, okay. Because there's like, yeah. if you look up Season of the Witch, there's definitely like three or four of them. Like different eras, yeah. different genres. Yeah, this one is George A. Ramiro's Season of the Witch. A bored, unhappy housewife takes up an interest in witchcraft after a chance encounter with an occult practitioner. With uh, sexy results. <clears throat> sexy results. <laughs> the um, baby. Yeah, and that's <laughs> it for November. So, I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff coming to both streaming services, so... So in in general, there's three sequels that I'm pretty stoked about. Um, so Hocus Pocus is Shadow of a Hocus Pocus sequel, right? Yeah, um, I don't know. T- uh, who t- knows if that's real? I know it, that's, it, it's it's a nice thought, but Tucker and Dale vs Evil, and then um, oh fuck, what was the other one? 
You just mentioned yeah, the first one. Oh, tr trick or treat, trick yeah, the trick or treat. So, kind of interesting to see if any of those actually uh, materialize. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, what's nice. up with the new Evil Dead coming out? <laughs> new Evil yeah, Dead. Oh, what? I did hear they were making another one. I think Bruce Campbell said he wants to produce it or something like that. Yeah, yeah I, I thought they already had that in the mix. They're gonna have a female lead instead. Is it gonna be like uh, the chick from the Evil Dead series? Ooh, no, I don't think it's that would be so good. That. No, it's got no, nothing it's to do be with like it. A reboot or some bullshit. But Sam, so, Sam Raimi's behind it. Nice. Yeah, Sam Raimi. Yeah, him and Bruce. I don't know if he's directing it or whatnot, but he's behind it. So did did you guys know that those two dudes were like friends? They grew up together in the same neighborhood. No. Yeah, I did not. Yeah. There was a whole bunch of them. Something like that. There was a whole bunch of them, like Ramey and and Campbell and stuff. They all were like friends. And uh, there's a couple other guys that work with them too, and they like all got into this at the same time. That's cool. Well, because before Evil Dead, they did what was it called? Uh, Into the Woods. It was like a little short kind of reminiscent of the first Evil Dead. And um, I think it kind of just like, I think it was the thing they did for fun. And then kind of like, wow, that kind of actually took off a little bit. Let's. Do something a little they, bit more. I, I feel like they kind of used that as like a like almost like a demo tape, and they like shopped that around to try and get it, some money to to be dude, made so that they could make the full length. I think that's probably. I heard perfect, like perfect, that. perfect way to sum it up. I yeah, it was like their, it was like their demo. Demo, yeah, the tape trade. Yeah. Yep. Um. So I'm dying, OJ. Tell us, tell us about the fucking misfits, man. Oh, dude, it was so sick. It's just fucking badass. Ten minutes I walked after into you this left. place. What? Ten minutes after you left, it dancing yeah. came out and did children. <laughs> it was so sick, dude. No, it was. Did you fucking... go too, Casey? Did you no, go, Casey? Man. I went with I went with uh, with no. and Dilo. <clears throat> we drove up. Oh, cool! And we cool. came back the same no. night. No, oh, wow. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. It was honestly so... the best show I've ever been to. Now, let me ask you, how much did you pay for, like, uh, a ticket? Because they, they released they released another date. <laughs> Jay, I'm not going to lie, the last, your last two big concerts, you kind of got boned. Because Slayer was supposed to be their last, like, we thought that was, like, the last one in this area. Then they announced, like, a, a whole other leg. You go to this show thing, it's, like, the last one because they announced it that way. And now they announced another show, and you kind of feel a little pissed off? Or are you okay with no, that? No, I'm just, I'm glad Obligated. I went and did it. And honestly, yeah. if it wasn't so close to Christmas and it wasn't so close to my son being born, I would be fucking already booked a hotel and have a, a ticket on pre-order because I'd go again. Oh, the times. And, and Nick and Vic, if you're listening, Doug, thank you guys for getting me into this band because this was so fucking cool. All the times we hung out in the basement and in Yettyville and fucking singing mm -hmm. these songs at the top of our lungs, it was crazy to see that many people jammed in the Madison Square Garden doing the same thing. It was unreal. Dude, yeah. I'm, I'm bumming. I'm so glad you... I know I know you've been a fan for a long time, and it's kind of been like a, like a dream come true. I'm glad you finally... Expensive, but fucking what's money at the end of the day? I'm glad you... The experience... It was worth it. Yeah, that's why... And I don't, I don't are, spend my money on much, you know? Like, from, you know, like frivolous stuff. So it was definitely worth it for me. So what do, you, what do you think about... Uh, New York and Boston. You you're gonna move to New York now and 
Nah. No. Nah, that fucking is city it, was Is it cooler cold. than it Boston, cool, though? though? I definitely want to go back. What's that? Is it cooler than Boston, though? Like, I've, I've ah, never spent dude, time I was, in the I was on the, I was on those streets for, like, fucking 20 minutes total. We parked Wait, Jay, was that your... Was that your first, first time, time in New York? York? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Shit. Yep. And you've never been, Casey? Oh, I've been this through and just dropping people off. Shit. Yeah, well, New York. New... Go, go ahead, Casey. Ah, uh, no, I lived upstate New York, man. I wasn't like Staten Island, Manhattan stuff. I was uh, like yeah, right, Albany, kid. Buffalo stuff. <laughs> Yeah, when yeah, you live in the city, different. you're not even driving a car. You're just you're walking everywhere. You're taking public transportation. It's like it's all breweries and stuff now. Like my business, we have like so many damn breweries inner city. Um, it, I mean, it, it's just you know, it's basically turned into um, hipsterville. <laughs> what the city? Yeah, hmm. dude. So what were you what were you guys talking about on this shit before I came about? We're talking about that it's movie. Yeah, we're talking about haunt. We were just talking about haunt. So carry on. I I would like to hear about it before I watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's do another hour. We all recommend it. It's worth a watch. You probably you probably won't watch it more than once. It's not a. It's not a classic. By any means, we'll we'll post we'll post the podcast and then you can listen to it. I will say that the, their other movie, A Quiet Place, we watched that the other night. That movie, fucking, that was a good flick. And Erica mentioned it too. She said this movie's probably way more terrifying for us because we have a kid and we got another kid on the way, and like not like having them not be able to be like making any noise at all, impossible. <laughs> Yeah, you're just not a it's good a movie terrifying. critic to begin with. So, yeah. <laughs> anyone else got anything to say about that? <laughs> yeah, well, that and she can't give birth in a tub silently, so that would be uh, <laughs> impossible. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, so uh, so speaking of shows and stuff, you, you guys, guys anybody else got stuff coming up? I mean, we got. King Diamond that Doug screwed us on. Doug, I still need to get those tickets from you. I'm giving them all to Marco Tuesday. All right. Dude, Oil that's pressure badass. You guys, get out to, you guys get out to every one of them cool shows, dude. Between the three of us, we, we cover a lot of a lot of shows, yeah. Um, dude, yeah, like what? Me, me. Marco was out in, like, South America or something like that. Well, I was out in Europe, uh, yeah, in Europe. I went to uh, yeah, the other South America. Yeah, yeah I, went, I went to a <laughs> festival in Czech Republic over the summer. And then, yeah, I've been to you know, Montreal. I'm go, me and Doug actually are going on uh, 70,000 tons of metal in January, which is a cruise out of Florida. And it has like 60 hey, tons on it. You're a Portuguese, right? I am a Portuguese, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured that. It's like, yeah, this guy's all right. I figure with your last name. I figure with your last name, you got to be a Portuguese too. So, yeah, you know, Souza, 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 whatever you want to call you. Souza. Souza just makes Souza just makes me hungry for some kind of weird like Portuguese food. Yeah, man. Tequila. Yeah. Tequila. Papuza. But. Yeah, so I'm I'm really stoked for 70k. They they finally after like nine months dropped the first band, which was Emperor. I know Marco's not a huge fan, 
Um, it would be cool to see him do a different set than they did. I saw him in Norway last year, uh, which was pretty cool because it was the first time seeing him. They're more just like a, a bucket list band. But a lot of these festivals that have Emperor on, like I know they played Heavy Montreal like la- uh, year, last year or the year sure. before, but yeah. like all, all these... All these festivals seem to blow their nut on Emperor, and then the rest of the lineup, shit. It's like, I would rather five equally good bands than one good band that you're okay about seeing, you know? So, I'm yeah. just hoping that's not the case. It's not usually with 70K, but um, they just did the uh, it's like, uh, what was it, Moonsour, which is pretty good. Uh, I'm hoping Creator's next. The next one's supposed to be a K, and I've been dying all weekend. I know, they are. If Camelot was on last year... They are neglecting to announce this next one, but it'll be a good lineup. It always pans out to be a very good lineup, so I'm not overly concerned about it. It's just going to be fun to hang no, and right. drink some beers and watch some metal, and you know, hopefully, it's gone to the point. Bang! Uh, I was yeah, yeah. I was getting that. I was going to cut myself off, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, like mid naughty <laughs> mid Atlantic sex is no, 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 not us. <laughs> Maybe us? I, I don't know. <laughs> don't make it weird. Yeah. No names, no eye contact, and you're good to go, man. Skin to skin. You know the rules. Skin, skin, skin to win. It's, uh... <laughs> it's not weird unless you make it weird. Uh, but yeah. Hey, so, hey, what have you guys been listening to lately? What's what's been on the playlist? Misfits, misfits, fucking misfits. Misfits also for me. Always misfits at this time of year. But I've been listening to sweet. Always misfits. Always. Uh, yeah, misfits typo negative. Marco, I will I will thank you for introducing me to uh, forced entry because yeah, man, that fucking rules. solid and sent me on a tangent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, they're a good band. I thank Doug for introducing me to them. You know what I mean? So it's all we all fell in line on that one. Yeah, and and I thank Kevin. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the chain of command, hey. man. You, you know what? You know what that got me listening to, and the mood for to listen to was death, because a lot of the like bass licks on uh, the that second album they did, and some of his uh, some of his leads just reminded me of like stuff Chuck Chuck would do if he was in a thrash band. Ah, oh. fuck <laughs> you, <laughs> Marco. Have you been listening? You like Gate Creeper, right? I do. I do. Yeah, man, I've been digging those guys a lot yeah. lately. And if if you didn't know, they are also part members of Spirit of Driftum. I did not know. Oh that. no shit! Somebody Someone's taking a leak. Taking a leak. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on here? <laughs> Who is it? The million dollar That's question. That's a good Who is stream, it? man. I'm jealous. We know. Of that we know it's you, Doug. Come on. <laughs> That's a very steady like... stream. Steady stream. It's good. Oops, still going. That thing's. Um, a, that thing's a mess. I'm surprised there's that much velocity when it's so close to the water. Cause I'm hung. <laughs> That's an old Mr. D joke for you guys that don't know my old chop teacher. Some of you, Casey does. What's it? The old Mr. D, Mr. Delaney down in the shops. Oh, yeah. Mr. You go Jack in, D. You go into the bathroom and you'd be at the urinal next to him and be like, oh, water's cold down there. You know, like as long as that long, it dips into the water. He, he was... <laughs> I, I've talked about him many drunken nights with Kevin DeMarco. They'll know. There's actually a few videos out there of me teaching him Talking about the know, stuff that he taught me. Borderline inappropriate. I don't know. It does. Oh, it's very inappropriate. Yeah. The, fa- the father, the father Nelson. <laughs> that was yeah. it, Marco. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. So, um, this upcoming. Full Nelson. Yeah. Full Nelson. Half Nelson. Full Nelson. Father Nelson. Bam. Done. <laughs> so this Dude, upcoming. Remember this the. Up- uh, 
Good. Remember the uh, had the handle of Jack Daniels in the walking down there near carpentry. Oh yeah, yep. I mean, that was like six weeks that we walked around handed. Dude, yeah. <laughs> you, Just, you'd, you'd go up, you'd save an empty. Um, back then it was it wasn't even Gatorade. Powerade. It was like a Powerade or Gatorade. It was whatever they had in the machine, and you'd give your buddy Zootopia. half. Yeah. And you'd tap, you'd, you'd tip. Yeah, dude, it was bad. I remember one year we got fucking hammered at um the Christmas party. And I remember sitting down next to my shop teacher, and he was fucking hammered, and he looks at me. And right next to him is the principal of the Vogue, and he looks at me, and he laughs. He's like, you need me, you need these more than I do, and he gives me his toasted raviolis. He knew I was out of Mr. my gore. Nolan. Mr. Nolan, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. And then Side View DeMeo came in, but... So basically, you guys, weren't actually, uh, you guys weren't building any fucking bird boxes or anything, is what you're trying to say? No, we were building memories, getting drunk in the woods. <laughs> Go for a butt behind the dumpster. Yes. <laughs> um, so this upcoming Wednesday, uh, or Tuesday, me and Marco are going to see Exhumed? No. No, that's... No, no, no that's, 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 that's... I'm sorry, further. it's Uada and 1349, <laughs> right. yeah. We got a couple of shows coming up, yeah. So Uada... Thirteen forty nine, and is it? Who's the other one on that bill? Who's what? Is it Gate? Who's the other one on that bill? You want a thirteen forty nine? I don't know. No, no. Gate Creeper and Necrot are playing with Exhumed. I forget. I forget who it is. Okay, so I don't remember. All right, so it's it might be local shit too, but yeah. So there's some some good local shit coming up too, which is awesome. And then me and Marco just got back from Quebec Death Fest last month. I know I don't think we've had a cast since. But, uh, Mark, hey, would... Doug. You. Uh, I, uh, keep going with your show, man. I Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> my cat just jumped on my face, and I was like, lost my train of thought. <laughs> and his cat's name's Doug. That's why he went, hey, Doug. Yeah, hey, Doug, sit on my face. No, you guys should fucking go off to, uh, some haunted houses and do some some cool stuff at them. Ooh. Well, one of our buddies, he works in Salem uh, at one of the houses. So I think it's the witch house or something like that down by the wharf. Dude, not like the not like the what spooky world and all that stupid stuff. Like the real oh, you mean, stuff. Oh, you're talking like so becoming like paranormal investigators. Well, I'll go to some cool independent little ones. I don't. Uh, they probably ain't got a whole lot up there, but. Dude, they've got these ones nowadays where they'll pay you twenty grand if you make it through, and you gotta sign like all these waivers. <laughs> and they like, yeah, we were they, talking about that earlier. But stop. They feed but you like stop. tarantulas and shit. Oh my Jesus. god, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Um, I think you it was guys like six. Gotta do it, Casey. We're gonna send you. You're gonna be. We'll have you reporting live from the field in Tennessee. Nah, nah. Get the uh, professor Jay Bearden. Jay Bearden. It'd just be like the podcast. The, be, the podcast would just be like sixty minutes of like Casey screaming. Yeah, it's Did me, you guys hear? kid. I'm out here in the field. I'm at this haunted house, kid. Ah, uh, we'll we'll go live on Facebook. We're like, holy crap! Did you see that guy? You know, hey. <laughs> Casey walks up to the ghost. He's like, "Hey, you got a butt, kid? Hey, yeah, hey, yeah. you want some candy, kid?" Casey, have you gone to any shows out in Tennessee at all? Yeah, dude, they got a. They got Welcome a to the podcast, Kev. Yeah, 
Yeah, they got some some cool local bands, dude. Like, pretty badass. Check out this band, War Clown. I'm not trying to. I don't even know these guys real well. I've just seen them a couple times. But uh, War Clown. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, Scent of Remains. They're they're based out of uh, East Tennessee, and they're badass, man. I I would have loved to play with these guys. Like, it'd be an honor. How That's close cool. are you? You're not you're not very close to Nashville, are you? You're like on the no, outskirts. I'm like I'm, I'm like three out three hours out. That's what yeah. I think Knoxville is from Nashville. But Marco, I don't know if you're sleeping yet, but our our buddy Mike, he's um, is he in Nashville or is he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the because... Inferior General's based out of Nashville. He lives somewhere outside of Nashville, but but he's right there. Yeah, he's right next to it. Not sure exactly where. Casey, have you ever heard of uh, Daf Scoopa? I think they're broken up now, but they're they're from Tennessee, right? No, Marco? no, they I believe they're from Kentucky. All right, I get the two mixed up sometimes. Yeah, it's easy to do. Yeah, we're. <laughs> but uh, I'm like you know, an hour from Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. What's up with Jay over there? <laughs> what's, what's up with that guy? Yeah, we're. Uh, Anybody got anything else here. on the rock metal front, or is that it? Anything new coming nah, up? Nah, man. Misfits took all my money. It was worth it, but <laughs> that's it. I'm probably not going to a show for a while. <laughs> yeah, I thought about going to the Philly show, but then I—I I mean, I just came back from that area, so I wish—I wish this had happened like two weeks earlier. I would have stopped through on my way back. Dude, Marco, uh, you still they're making so much money. They'll probably come come around fucking everywhere eventually. I would love to. And, and Danzig sounded great and everything. He didn't sound like shit. He sound he sounded real good. I mean, Dude, I've Danzig's seen some still... of the other. I've seen some of the other performances they did on the reunion. Some some people were saying that I think the Vegas show it was he wasn't great or something like that. One of the other shows, but this one he was he was on point. I mean, he had a lot of help too because we were all singing fucking shit too. I mean, me and Marco saw Danzig maybe two three years ago now at like Rock and Shock and. I was surprised how good he was. You know, he's doing the dancing material, but he still sounds great. Yeah, he, he might have man boobs, but no, nah, he he was yeah, awesome. He was going he's nuts. Still... They were all going nuts. Fucking J- Jerry, man, he dude, he was just like lifting up his bass and just like punching them in fucking half. He fucking smashed like six bases. It was nuts. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and then they they crowd, a... <laughs> they crowd surfed a uh, they crowd surfed a girl in a wheelchair up to the front of the stage. And he hadn't even played this bass yet because he was in between smashings. So he just fucking he he gave her the fucking bass. You've seen her outside too, taking pictures and shit. Oh, that's cool, dude. That's nuts. So I really want to go. Living off that I know, one for a while now. <laughs> I know the tickets were like they're like going for two fifty, three hundred bucks. Like I think face value, not even resale. You can get a flight and uh, Airbnb for the weekend cheaper than you can yeah. get in the door. Which is nuts. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, luckily, uh, Marco, you saw the blackest of the black back in the day, right? I think it was like Behemoth, uh, Mortise. Uh, it was when Danzig came out. He did like three quarters Danzig shit, and then Doyle came out and they did Misfit shit. Yeah, right? I saw that twice actually. I saw it at uh, Royale. Uh, I think they like Trivium opened for him or something like that. And uh, yeah, and they, they basically did a half an hour worth of Misfits material. So I got to see, like, you know, yeah. Danzig Sig Misfits material. But it'd still be good to see, you know, Jerry up there with him. You know, but... Uh, yeah, I think it's tickets. just the... Uh, 
Yeah. Dude, at the end of the day, though, I mean, what's, it's a lot of money, but like Jay said, I mean, that's ex- the experience of a lifetime, you know? No, I get that. I get that, but with so much and shit I was also, up, I was all set to. to fly out to Chicago to go see him before, too, and that never happened, and I regretted it. So, like, when it came around to New York, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah. The, the, thing, the thing for me is I have so much shit coming up. You know, I'm going back to Europe. I just booked uh, to go to a scene extreme festival in Czech Republic in July, too. So I'm I'm just all over the map oh, here. So it's 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 hard for me to to you know pay two fifty just to go to Philadelphia for just for tickets. Never mind everything else. I'm oh gonna, yeah, dude, that goes around. You're it's just a lot me, of money. Dude, I got a I got a kid on the way, and I was yeah. like, oh man, I got a kid on the way. Should I be spending this kind of money on a concert? But it'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that kid. Yeah, right. <laughs> just the more reason to spend the money. Hey, did we lose Kevin? No, Kevin, I'm still here. I'm oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, 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 fuck, fuck Kevin. Hey, how is that obituary concert, man? How does that? Oh, that's right. How do they sound? Oh, dude. They sound amazing still, man. I'm telling you, they they sound better than ever. (laughs) They were. They don't look. They don't look like they've aged much, man. Fucking Tardy's (laughs) just, dude. He's pissed, dude. He's still as pissed as he was. I'm pretty sure he's still wearing the same like uh, army cargo shorts he was in like the '90s, like the same like high top New Balance. Absolutely, yeah. And the no, wig. They... No wig, man. No wig. That's natural. But what do you... no, no, no I wig. Know this, man. Yo, but I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, that every time I see that band, man, I'm just amazed at how good they are live. Like every time I see them with somebody, they blow the other band off the stage. I remember they played with Cannibal Corpse, and Cannibal Corpse like literally had nothing on them. They were literally yeah. blowing people off the stage. <laughs> Dude, that's like how many times always been seen? one of my favorite bands, and it's yeah, like, I love them too. They're I've one of never my seen them. Was that Kevin trying we to say something? We saw them less than six months ago, right? Yeah, I was just saying we saw them less than six months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just went last week. Dude, they're here all the time. That band is like a very hardworking band, constantly touring. They go to Europe all the yeah, time. Yeah, I saw him in, I saw him in Inferno, 2018. They play with Napalm Death and Satercon, and I'm actually looking at the poster right now. It's right in front of me. I want to see them again when they come back around. Dude, you should have came to that show, Kev. It was such a blast. Ken and Sheila were there. Fucking Duncan being Duncan. It was just, it was a good time. It was such a <laughs> yes. Hobbles. You want to hear? His, you his name's want, Hobbles. You want to hear what he's doing right now? He's sitting on the couch in a Spyro the Dragon costume, drinking a beer. <laughs> Seriously. Is he there? Yo, he's here. Yeah, he's in the living room. Why is he not on live with us? I don't know. Tell him to, tell him to go fuck himself for me, would you? I will. With love. With love? Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> Casey don't know him, but he hates him too. Yeah. Hey, I'm with you guys. <laughs> Spyro the dragon costume. Jesus Christ. Dude, so... Yeah, ab- all right, so it was... um. It was an opening band called like Devils or Satan's Dungeon or Devil's Dungeon, and they seemed super cheesy on their Metallum page. But live, they actually weren't too bad. But like the they were all like seventeen, you could tell. And then yeah, um, well, nothing can be as bad as seeing Lizzie Borden. So, um, dude, no, they were in comparison. Like I start to appreciate opening bands more when they're not Lizzie Borden since that show. Yeah. <laughs> They're actually they're actually pretty good. Then midnight open. I mean midnight was like the real opener. Um, and then dude, Abbott is a fucking maniac. He's he's such a personality on stage. He's like he's a goofball. He's the biggest goofball there is. But he's supposed to be like this grim black metal guy. That's why 
I, I, I know Marco got bored with the set. He, Marco put it, I think, put it best. He's like, you see him the, for the first time, and it's awesome. It's very entertaining, but then the second time, not so much. I had never seen him before, and I thought he was a fucking ride. I thought he's, they sounded great. They did some immortal shit. And he's just, uh, he's like, who? He, he sounds, um, oh, I don't know who he sounds like, but he's a very thick accent. But he's like, who has a new album? And he's like, who doesn't have it? Whatever, you know, he was just a goofball, and it was fucking, it made it made it fun, it was fun, and then Obituary just came out and killed it. Yeah, man, Sweet. I got nothing more to add, I mean, I, I thought Abbott was annoying after about 10 minutes personally, but, but it only goes so far. Mark went to go, <laughs> Mark went to go fight, fried, fried chicken and, uh, down the street like the Palladium. Oh, that was different, though, yeah, that was at the Demons of Wizards show, yeah, I had to leave that shit, I couldn't stand that, that, that was too much. It's too much. That, that was probably one of the oh, worst man. shows I've ever been to as a whole. Oh, oh fuck, you. fuck off! It was. It, it gets yeah. better, much bands, worse. Three bands I had no absolute interest in. I just went because Mike was from out of t- you know was here from out of town, so I'm like, fuck it, I'll just go. And I, oh man, I was like playing phone games. <laughs> it's just not my bag. Oh, and I want to tell you guys real quick. So, check out this band Lick because I never got to say what I've been listening to. L I K. They're from Sweden. They have that chainsaw guitar sound but then they have the gothenburg kind of at the gate sound too it's wonderful i think you'd like it and cannibal oh, corpse shit. style lyrics check them out lick l-i-k that's it that's all, all right. i got hey if, if, you right, think, cool. if you think of a marco throw a link up on the vintage burn site yeah. so we can check them out i'll pop them up i'll pop them up cool well, hey look on that note we're going to be coming up on the end of uh the live stream it's going to kick us off so i just ah, want to say yeah, let's fight them Let's fight. <laughs> hey, we want to. I want to thank our guests, Casey and Doctor J, for joining us. We got to do this again. This is a good time just to get together and uh, and go over the movie and just talk about what we're listening to and stuff. And um, did you hear yeah, that, gonna... Jay? My name was before yours, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm a doctor, bitch. Yeah, yeah, he's got his no, doctor no, hard, no. Man. It was Professor, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> we got we got the doctor, <laughs> it was original. Uh, the doctor and the drunkard. Either way, I'm a fucking doctor. I'm way out class. <laughs> we got the doctor and the drunk. Hey. He can he can be both. <laughs> Casey, aren't you at this point? Shouldn't you have like a southern accent or something? What happened? He does. No, you can hear. It doesn't work with me. Doesn't happen. You don't leave your house. You put on the radio. It's they got country and western. You know, it's like it's like both it, styles, huh? It's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> but All right, Chris Stapleton's halfway you getting decent. into any of that dry rub out there too. Nah, everyone out here smokes their meat. You know? Oh, really? Oh, just like do. Doug. Doug yeah, like they s- me too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. That, now you talking my language. Good. <laughs> hey. No, it, it's beautiful out here. And any any person from the north can make it in the south because the work ethic in the south is non-existent. And, yeah, <laughs> I said it. <laughs> Come on down, Yankees. Let's fucking take over the South. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if I just lost a bunch of listeners for you. No, I don't think we have anybody listening. That's, That's okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah, hey, no, you probably keep, you can keep coming in and out. So. Who else is taking a piss? Hey, now? Birdman's got people out. 
<laughs> Birdman's got some uh, listeners out in the Philippines. He's like, yeah, dude. Worldwide. fucking revolution out there. Yeah. God damn right. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. They got giant-sized bird statues that they're praying to. Hey, so you guys are coming. You guys are coming down here. There's a haunted house down the road. It's like the first American serial killer. It's like his actual house. Oh, cool! It smells like shit and everything. Nice. <laughs> Who is it? Who, who's that? Who's Who's the first American uh, serial killer? Is it Albert it's, Fish? It's called the. Is it that guy? It's called the Fright Mare Manor, but it's in uh, it's in East Tennessee. I'm not sure what what East town Tennessee. it is. Oh, and supposedly it's supposed to be uh, in yeah, the they, home of America's first hero. Yeah, the dude killed like 75 people. Well, I'm probably exaggerating because, you know. Wow. That's yeah. I actually have no that's idea. Not, yeah. If, Casey, yeah, if you look, find that information out, just put something on our page. Jeremiah Alexa. All right. No. Jeremiah Alexa. What's up, Bullfrog? Got it. Was. I just looked it up. Yeah, it there it like is. The, See? The See? property originally owned by Jeremiah Lexer has a history shrouded in true terror that has literally dripped in innocent blood. And then, I don't know. I'm just, it's, wow. a, it's a long-ass thing. I don't know. I'm not going to read it. I'm just trying to gaze through it. Yeah, read it. it. Read it. No, no, no. It's like eight read paragraphs. <laughs> read it. Hey. It's We're okay. We're going to be kicked off care. by the time I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, well, hey, yeah, yeah so them. let's wrap this up. Uh, I want to thank you guys for joining us on Vintage Burn Podcast. Uh, hey, we again, can swear and shit on this, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Either way, we, are, we already put the uh, uh, warning uh, in. Yeah, uh, fuck too, it. So. Right. Yeah. See you, kids. All right, All right. Hey, have a great night. Thanks, thank Casey. you guys for joining Later, us. Later, fuckers. Yeah, see ya. Hey, fuck you, right. Jay. See ya. <laughs> Thanks for joining Vintage Burn. We are going to get this posted. If by the time you're listening to this, this will be recorded. Once again, I'm Kev, Marco, and Doug.